Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Alan Searle. So we get one verse today, 1 Thessalonians 2, verse 13. I'll just read it quickly. It says, And we also thank God continually, because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as a human word, but as it actually is, the word of God, which is indeed at work in you who believe. And as we've heard throughout this series so far, that what Paul is doing here, he's encouraging the newly planted church in Thessalonica. It's a church he founded about a year before this letter was written. And here he expresses joy. He's overjoyed and is thanking God continually. Well, why is this? It's because the believers there actually believed. They weren't merely persuaded. They didn't reach a conclusion. They didn't just think Paul had a good idea. They actually believed what God was telling them through him. So they took in the gospel as a God-breathed and God-ordained thing. And they believed that it was from God. So look in the middle of today's verse. You see that Paul is praising them for accepting the gospel as God's word, as we do today. Now, in the opening lines of this letter, Paul reminded the church the gospel was not just talk. He said, the gospel came to you not simply with words, but also with power, with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. He makes the same point in his letters to the Corinthians, to the Galatians, and Colossians. It's a consistent thing from him. And the word power that Paul refers to is the Greek word dunamis. It specifically refers to supernatural power or miraculous power. It's the Holy Spirit at work. Only the Holy Spirit can produce this deep conviction of sin in us. Only the Holy Spirit can produce signs and wonders described repeatedly in the book of Acts. Only Holy Spirit could work in those early believers to keep the fire inside them brighter than the fire raging around them, as Jamie taught about a couple of weeks ago. Now, Paul's describing the results of evangelism in the early church in this verse. It's, and it's the way effective evangelism works today. The Word of God is shared in the presence of the Holy Spirit, and then God is present to convict, heal, empower, and fill the listener with hope and with joy. Paul taught the reality of Jesus Christ out of the Old Testament texts, and we have the luxury of using the New Testament as well. And just like those in ancient days, we too have the ability to pray for spiritual, emotional, and physical healing. We get to pray and see people released from the bondage of unforgiveness or addiction. We pray with conviction for people to recognize they need a Savior and then give their lives to Jesus Christ. Now, I suggest that nothing has changed in 2,000 years. Scripture says... Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Well, so is God the Father. So is the Holy Spirit. Jesus tells us in John 14 that because we believe in him, we will do the works that he did, and even greater works, because he sent the Holy Spirit. We see this happening throughout the New Testament after Jesus' resurrection, and it's the same for us. So let's have bold faith that this is true in every moment of our lives. So back to our verse. The Thessalonians, Paul said, had accepted the message as the word of God, and now that word of God was at work in those who believe, he says. How was God at work in them? 
the same way he's at work in us, through his word, and through the Holy Spirit. Now, before I was born again, I had read the Bible. I'd read a lot of the Bible. I'd studied the Bible. I'd studied the Bible as literature, but it did not impact me or change the way I lived, the way I thought, the way I felt, or the way I acted until I came to know Jesus as my Savior and was filled with the Holy Spirit. So we can have great confidence from the truth that Paul outlines in this letter. We can have confidence that Holy Spirit is at work in us right this moment. He came into us when we believed in Christ and were baptized. He's the one who makes God's word come alive. He's the one who ensures that, as James wrote, our prayers are powerful and effective. It's the Spirit of Christ who nudges us when we say or do something wrong, or we act in fear instead of faith. He and he alone is the one who brings us to repent. So thank God for repentance and thank God for this confidence. To sum up, as we look back through this chapter, we see confidence in God in verse 2. With the help of our God, he says. Confidence in our status before God in verse 4. We're approved by God. Confidence in the truth of Scripture in verse 8. We're delighted to share this with you. We're confident in it. And in today's verse, confidence in the power of the Holy Spirit. So again, I say, nothing's changed in the last 2,000 years. The book of Acts is unfinished, so let's accept the word of God as it is. Let it work in us to bring life and peace and healing and transformation, not just in our lives, but to those we touch with the gospel. And as the early church saw and performed signs and wonders in the Holy Spirit, I believe we will as well. The Holy Spirit is a great and powerful gift, so let's not keep him to ourselves. After all, he's at work in those of us who believe. Psalm 27 concludes this way, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. We'll close in prayer. Father, we thank you for your word. We take you at your word. Your word is true from the gift of life and intimate relationship in Genesis 1 to the promise that surely you are coming soon in Revelation 22. Moreover, we thank you that your word became flesh and dwelt among us, healed us, and washed away our sin with your blood. May we continue to grow in grace and truth, unfailing love and faithfulness. Amen. Today we prayed that we'd have confidence in God, confidence in our status before God, knowing we're approved, confidence in his word, that we can delight to share it with everyone else, and confidence in the power of the Holy Spirit working through us we prayed for joy joy in the midst of storm a childlike joy we prayed for children going back to school for when restrictions are reduced how people are doing with that we prayed for them we prayed for the physical and natural ramifications of the storms we've known over this last few weeks so i encourage you to join us in prayer today